every piece of content, you should be centering your audience. So if somebody's not sure what that means, when I do a video, I say the whole time you, I'm talking to one person, I'm not talking to a group of people, I'm talking to one very specific person. It's that person right before they hire me. So you can't speak to everybody all the time. So think about that one person, the moment before they pick up the phone to be like, okay, that's it, I need help. Welcome to the Making Digital Real podcast from Mike Roberts, the ultimate destination for cutting edge insights and strategies in the world of digital marketing, featuring industry experts, thought leaders, and innovators from around the globe. Get ready to unlock the secrets of success and make digital real. Are you posting on social media and getting nowhere? Are you creating content that is not getting traction, it's not getting visibility or engagement, then you absolutely need to listen to this 20-minute podcast episode today. I've got Jasmine Partida as my guest. She's incredible when it comes to posting and growing your business and getting visibility online through your posts. So without further ado, let's get straight into it. Here's the episode that I recorded with Jasmine. So we have Jasmine Partida joining us today on the episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Brilliant. So am I. So before we begin, do you want to introduce yourself, what you do with your clients and a little bit about your world? Sure. So I'm um, I'm a social media expert. Um, I work with businesses, specifically small businesses who have been trying to build a presence online with social media and they just are in this space where they are tired of throwing stuff at the wall, hoping something will stick. Uh, and they they need sales from their social media. And there's this big shift that comes when they're like, we thought we needed followers. We thought that would bring in leads, but we're realizing we need kind of this next lab, level of strategy. And that's, that's where I come in. Brilliant. So here's a question that I know that a lot of my audience will be wanting to ask. What is the, what's the kind of thing that people are doing right now, which are just not getting anywhere? What do you hear most of the clients that you work with say, I'm just not getting anywhere? And your answer is, it's because you're doing this or this. What are you seeing loads of that's just not working? Yeah, there's a couple things. One is, um, oh, and I would love to address this actually, is, well, we've been following trends like we're supposed to. So we're tapping into sound trends or hashtag trends or whatever kind of trends. Um, what that can do, that might get you eyes and attention, but it doesn't convert to sales. It may get you followers, but it again is not a conversion type of content. So what I tell people is if you're looking for trends, the first thing you need to shift is stop looking for shallow trends because everybody's doing those, the sounds or the, you know, the dances or the, you know, whatever it is, these kind of clips of trends and move to that next level of trend, which is what conversation is trending. Um, and I did an example of this on my TikTok where Oprah and The Rock had been asking for money for Maui and they, they, they messed it up. The whole messaging on their video was pretty rough and they were getting dragged. I saw and that. So, yeah. Yeah. So it was trending. It was a trending conversation. And so I stitched it and then discussed from my expertise why that video was a mess why, what they needed to fix in their messaging specifically. So I could have addressed a thousand things they did wrong, but I stuck to my expertise so that when people saw me in that video, as it 
got caught up in the other trending videos. And I got 400,000 views in a couple, I mean, maybe a day. Um, Rosie O'Donnell liked it and reached out to me um, because it got such high visibility, but it was because I, I tapped into a trend and I came at it from still sticking in my lane as an expert. So I used it to position myself. So that's the first thing I would say. I got sales off of that. A lot of sales. Amazing. Yeah. Before I forget to ask, what's your TikTok channel name? It's just jasmine.partita. Yeah. Excellent. Okay, cool. What about the old fashioned um, question that everyone asks? And that is, but I want to make sales. So surely I need to start selling my product or service on social media. And then it ends up becoming just a sales pitch over and over again. How do you help people with that? Yeah, I understand what that is because you're saying this is what I started the channel for. But that is what your website is for. Your social media channel is for connecting with people. People are not following you so you can sell to them. They're following you so they can feel more connected to you. I mean, it's social. Like at its core, it is about people coming together and connecting. So you have to create a space where it's more about building community, building, and think of it as like cultivating relationships. Your social media is more like networking. And if you went to a networking event, you're not going to hard pitch everybody that you run into. You're going to say what you do. You're going to give your expertise. You're going to connect. You're going to be like, hey, go check out my webpage. But you're not going to hard pitch to them. And social media is the same. It's just a switch in how we view it. And I think that comes from five, 10 years ago. Social media was more of a sales page. It's just audiences don't want to have that experience anymore. So we have to understand that we're actually creating social media content for our audiences. They are the center of our content. We are not the center of our content, which is a hard shift hard shift but it's pretty powerful once you do it yeah love that yeah so what about the kind of like the fine line between social media content which is you giving out information to the world and then the next level which is a facebook group which is a kind of vip access into your world that only the facebook group um, members have access to how do you compare them and what would your advice to be for people out there who are on social media and they're thinking about a Facebook group? So I will tell you, I have a Facebook group of 120,000. Um, wow. Yeah, I, um, I'm still a fan of Facebook groups, though I think that they're not exactly what they were, again, five years ago. It's a little harder to get everybody's attention in there. The way that I define that line is um, I talk about the what and the why on my social media. I talk about the how in my private groups or with my clients. So if you have a boundary around the specifics that you're talking about, then you can talk very freely within those boundaries and not be so stressed because the how they have to come and get more time with you. They have to be on that VIP list. They have to be someplace else to get those hows, but the what and the why, um, those pieces, the other, and I personally, I will tell you, um, I give everything away on my public TikTok page. Um, I just, in my emails and my guides, I give it a hundred percent away because the, what I offer is done for you content. So by, for me personally, giving away everything and allowing people to learn how to do it, kind of build themselves up and get themselves to a place where they're ready to hire someone still gets me business because like, okay, I get what she's talking about. I get how she wants to do it. I, she's the, 
got the angle that I want to be working with as opposed to other social media managers. So I don't lose clients by giving away everything. But when it's a coach or a consultant specifically, I do tell them it's the what and the why and in selling the transformation on your public, but then delivering the transformation in the private groups. Love that. So similar to me in a way. So a lot of people know me as somebody that knows everything about LinkedIn. That's, that's kind of like one of my expertise, so to speak. And I'm not, I'm not um, fussy about giving away all my tips, tricks, and strategies. I've done that over and over again on various platforms, podcasts, social media channels. I'm not fussy about it. You can find it anywhere, anyway. But what I've noticed is that by doing that and by being quite generous with the content that I give, you find that the people who want the free stuff are always going to be the people who want yeah. the free stuff. They're never going to be clients. And the people that work with me and choose me to be their mentor or coach or whatever you call that, they're the people that said, I know you know everything, Mike, but I just want that information for me. And I just want you to help me get that quickly and get me from A to B. Is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah, because you're, you're going to be personalizing it for your clients anyway. And I yeah. cannot tell you how many people who have said to me, I've been following you for six months. I thought I could do it on my own. I was wrong. I still need that next level expert eye. And even just in fairness, there's something about a fresh eye on your content and on your strategy. Um, you can have the best concept in the world, be the best at what you do, but you still need that fresh eyes on it. And so um, your clients are going to be the same way. Your audience is going to be the same. They're going to say, I was yeah. doing what you were saying and it didn't quite work. And I, I just can't see why. They're still, still going to need you in there for that. And there's no shortage of information online. You're, you're right. I think the bigger issue is there's so much conflicting information. Um, I think that's actually a bigger issue right now. Yeah, totally. So for, the, for the, all the people that are listening to this podcast episode right now, my audience tend to be um, small business owners. They've either just started up in business or, you know, they've, um, they've been going a long time, but they're interested in working in the world of digital marketing and being able to create success uh, in a quick manner that's easy to understand and easy to implement. So with regards to social media content, for everyone that's listening right now, what three amazing little strategies can you give us that my audience can think I'm going to implement that tomorrow morning and I'm so excited? Three great strategies. All right. Um, challenge accepted. So <laughs> the first thing I would say is every piece of content, you should be centering your audience. So if somebody's not sure what that means, when I do a video, I say the whole time you, I'm talking to one person. I'm not talking to a group of people. I'm talking to one very specific person. It's that person right before they hire me. So you can't speak to everybody all the time. So think about that one person, the moment before they pick up the phone to be like, okay, that's it. I need help. Okay. That's it. I need your service. What space are they in? What do they need? What are they feeling? And then create content where you just speak to them as if they're on a zoom call with you. Um, that's a very powerful format and it pulls people in. The next thing that I do is say who your audience is. Um, so I'll say, you know, service-based 
businesses, or I'll say businesses struggling to reach XYZ. And I'll just put that as the text header at the beginning of my video. So people can go, oh, that is me. This is a video for me. Because if they've just spent too much time guessing, wondering, or trying to figure out if it's a video, a graphic, a blog post for them, they're out. We are goldfish. It's tragic, but accurate. So you've got to have something that immediately allows them to self-identify. And then the third thing that I don't think we talk about enough is niching down. In fact, the word niche like kind of <laughs> makes me a little crazy because we say it so much now. People niche down on this is exactly who my audience is. It's this, you know, I'm going to just make up. And I know I just said, like, think of one person, but think of an actual client that you have. What a lot of people niche down on is somebody who's 32 and they live in the city and this is where they do yoga or whatever it is. And they forget about the actual issues and other pieces of what makes that person their client. So when I have my clients niche down, I niche down on a problem. What point in somebody's business are they coming to you? What problem can they not solve that you solve? And then you'll be amazed at how many different industries and different walks of life and ages of people you'll get because they will self-identify themselves as having that problem versus you disqualifying people that you don't know may actually need your help. So those are kind of the three main things that I would start with. Yeah, that's three really, really good ones. My nice. favorite is the header. Say who your audience is. Love that. Yeah, stop making really people cool. guess. <laughs> Why yeah. are they spending any time guessing? Who are you talking yeah. to? It, it reminds me of, um, of when I'm doing LinkedIn training, the example, for teams or individuals. And we talk about the about section. And, and we just pick a random LinkedIn profile whilst we're in the training session. And in, in the first five clicks, we always find one where every sentence begins with the word I. Yeah. And once you see it, you can't unsee it. It's like every sentence is I, we, I, we. And one of the things I say is turn that round, make it about your audience, not about you. Nobody's interested in you they're interested in what you can do for them at the end of the day they are they really are but i think it also goes back to where we have trouble creating content we have trouble connecting with people if you come at it from a space of service i am showing up because there is somebody struggling today that i know this post would help i know people need to hear this i had six clients last week that all asked me the same question i'm going to do a post about it because it's obviously something that's bothering people it's when you show up like that content flows i can sit down and make content at any given minute because i understand the struggle that people are going through and how to serve them in that moment and so and i will tell you that i had I had a horrific speech problem as a kid. I had nine years of speech therapy. I'm actually pretty shy and I can pop into a podcast or my, um, my Facebook group of 120,000 or I can go on live places and it not be a problem because I've taken my fear of what people think of me. I've taken my fear of how, how I look or how I whatever and I'm just showing up to serve my audience and it's extremely high converting. Um, I mean, I close my sales calls at almost 90% because it's just me talking. Here's a topic I talk about a lot. A lot of people know me for rehumanization. So trying to make sure that you use you as a human being when you're interacting with other people on social media. For example, using BombBomb for video messages. I'm a huge fan of video messaging. And if 
and if the time is right and the and the opportunity is right if you are you and not on a video and you are not black text on a white background i mean you'll know this right you're going to get a resp the so much better chance of a response and more chance of that person working with you what, what's your take on it well it's because we want to connect with people um and I, I mean i'm clearly in america and i will tell you you know we we look at um though the pendulum swinging on social media we've come out of this kardashian era into we don't want that highly curated feed we want the messiness we want to go with you on your journey we want to we want to connect to an actual person. Big brands are struggling to show up on social media because they, I mean, if you look at Target, if you go to Target's um, Instagram or TikTok, all of their videos are about, I swear this is related, but all their videos are just user-generated content. So when you're a business owner, you are your own user-generated content. And to take that a step further, when you're reaching out to people on video, if you are showing up in that same way of just showing up as yourself, talking about your company and what you do and how you are going to help someone, that's what we're striving for. That's what we're, we're hungry for. Um, and that's why platforms like TikTok have taken off because it's a chance for us to really connect. So anywhere you can bring that in, that element into your marketing is only gonna strengthen it right now because people are hungry for it. Target, like I said, can't make a presence. It has millions and millions and millions of dollars for sales. They cannot get their own presence built on some of these platforms because people are rejecting yeah. it because they wanna connect with people. So it's very powerful right now for small business owners. Um, anywhere you can kind of plug that in is is going to really help your sales. I am so with you on that um, because I don't know stats and I don't really look at stats. But all I can say is that I am 100% with you in the sense of now is the best time ever for small business owners to take ownership and really make a difference and create a huge success for themselves because I used to work in corporate and I remember the days when the big brands with their multi-million marketing budgets would win because social media wasn't really a thing back then. But now I've noticed this trend and this change where people are now buying not from the big corporates anymore. They want to buy from this person or that person, not that logo. And it's so powerful, right? It's so powerful. In 08, when I started, it was I was in digital marketing and it was exhaustive to try to compete. You had to get micro audiences and really, you know, geofence the areas you were marketing to because you simply didn't have the budget to compete. You can now go global, and I do. I've got clients from Israel, from Africa, from Australia, from all over the world, just by showing up on social media organically without any ads. That's yeah. very, very powerful, and it's a huge shift. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a real. I'm, I'm kind of like a real life example of that because I, I do a lot of work in the world of um, electronic signatures. You know, like document signing, getting documents signed electronically. Mm -hmm. And we've all heard of the giant multi-billion-dollar softwares out there that you can go online and do that with. But whilst I was in that remit, and I still am. I noticed that people were buying software um, document signing solutions from Mike. They weren't buying it from this brand or that brand or that logo. Um, and that's what really kind of got me interested six years ago in the world of digital marketing myself. And I thought, 
this is just so exciting. Anybody anywhere can build a business using their, their personal branding. Yeah. And actually to that point, I'd like to take this moment to remind people that your logo is not as important as you think it is. Um, your website can be a single page, like simplify everything down and really streamline it and then focus on the connecting piece instead. That's where the sales are going to come from. No one's going to go, oh, this website's beautiful. This is where I'm going to buy from. Or, oh, this logo is amazing. This is the brand I'm going to choose. It's the connection piece. And I know a lot of businesses mm-hmm. get very lost in, well, I have to make sure it's perfectly branded. No, put it out there imperfectly. We don't want perfect anymore. We want connection. Yeah. Like in a video message, right? It doesn't have to be perfect. It's just you yep. in your home environment. If the dog walks in, whatever, it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. Your dog's probably super cute anyway. We don't care. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so for, before we wrap up, Jasmine, tell me about what's going to be happening in your world in 2024. What have you got going on? How can people get in touch with you? All that exciting stuff. Yeah, um, I am excited because I just expanded my team. So I have a product called the 100 Post Package, where you give us an hour of content and we make 100 posts and schedule it for you. Um, so I'm going to be able to actually expand access to that to people. So I'm very excited about that. And then my my membership launches in 2024. So nice. Um, where I'm actually walking people through, this is how you put your vision into an actual marketing strategy, into a content plan, and how we build it out. So Great. I'm very excited. It'll be a good year. Yeah. Um, yeah. How can people find that and get in touch with you? At jasminepartita.com. Just Great. my name. Well, listen, thank you so much for joining me on this episode today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for the conversation. This was great. Yeah, and let's make sure that we keep in touch. And um, everyone listening out there, thank you so much for uh, listening as well. And make sure you check out Jasmine because she is unbelievable. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Making Digital Real podcast. Until next time, keep innovating, keep growing, and keep making digital real.